0: Welcome to
1: Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsey Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now. What hilariousness happened then? And to ask,
2: is it almost 30? Hello everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Almost 30. We've got a delicious bonus episode for you. Yeah. We're bringing
1: it back. It's Kelly Week. It's Kelly Week here at Almost 30. She just released her book on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't gone out to get it, go to Amazon. You can order it there or anywhere books are sold. Her new book, Body Love, is everything, period, the end. Mm -hmm. We're so excited for her. And our first episode with Kelly was so full Mm -hmm. of useful information I mean we still get emails about
2: it Yep, (laughs) we literally do yeah
1: so and I know a lot of our listeners have become Kelly's clients too Mm -hmm. which is amazing so we just wanted to share that episode with you again because it was so rich in information pretty life-changing so enjoy
2: enjoy this episode this one you hear us? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, we got some sexy voices over yeah, there. Hello. Oh we were just trying to do sexy voices on the mic, actually. Try it. Yeah, yeah, we, we were tried. Like,
0: hey, Steve.
2: It's hard though. <laughs> wait, <laughs> you guys
0: aren't 30 yet, right? No. no. Twenty-nine. You.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wait, how old are you? 33. I love that. That's I can't okay. wait to be 30. Same.
2: I'm gonna play like, at 33. I think I'm gonna be like amazing. <laughs> wait,
0: what was um
2: are you recording, Steve? Mm-hmm. What was twenties Kelly like?
0: Oh, well, I worked in cancer. So Mm. it was, I was in a corporate suit. Mm. Yeah. Wore through a lot of high heels, walked into Cedars Sinai, talked to oncologists, radiologists. Yeah, yeah, I was working with women with breast cancer. So Mm -hmm. I worked for a company that we would take the solid state tumor. And what that means basically is what it sounds like the tumor comes out of their body, Mm. it's put into slides and sent to our company, and we're looking for the genes that turn on. It's basically what's feeding that tumor. So instead of throwing 13 chemotherapy agents at someone, we can do targeted treatment and just throw one that we know is going to work. Wow. Mm. So genetics are really cool in in cancer. And genetics are the future um, in regards to health, too. I mean, there Mm. are people who don't—I'm sure you've um, heard of methylation or maybe you haven't. It's kind of a buzzword in health, but it's all of your genes and your genes' ability to do their job and replicate the right way. And to tell your body to produce certain enzymes to break down food like lactase to break mm. down lactose. It's, I mean, it's all part of our genetic makeup and understanding that that's the future of nutrition. It won't be I'm vegan because of this reason or I'm Bailey because of that reason. The future will be a genetic test that will tell you, sorry, Lens, you're never going to. Dairy is never going to be good for you because these mm. two things in dairy are not great for you. Mm. But, hey, Krista, dairy is actually really good for you.
2: Mm.
0: You know, so that's kind of. Is that like the blood type diet a little bit? Yeah, the blood type diet is different. It was basically. <laughs> it's funny. It's can... made up. <laughs> well, you can look at every single one of those blood type diets mm-hmm. and they're basically telling you to eat. So true. Really clean proteins, healthy fats, lots of vegetables. But they might say, "Oh, you're O. Mm-hmm. Oh, lots of red meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're not mm-hmm. O. Or you're you're A B or your B or whatever. You sorry, you should be having lean lean meats like chicken and turkey. But you know, have as much mm-hmm. green vegetables as you want. And I look at that and I'm like, okay, it's Atkins, Paleo, Mediterranean, mm-hmm. South mm-hmm. Beach. It's Thanks for a- the specifics. Everything mm-hmm. is just repackaged mm-hmm. and retitled. But the stuff that works is pulling out the sugar. Yep. That's Pulling exactly. out the processed it's foods. It's like don't eat processed foods and sugar. You're like, okay. Yeah. The yeah, crazy things, I mean, the things that drive me crazy are all the sugar. Mm. You know, obviously, even in health foods. So Mm -hmm. like with the juice cleanse, I want to talk about
2: sugar. I feel like it's been a nice evolution to see people now realize how that sugar is
0: the problem and not as much fat. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, fat. Yes. And they knew Mm -hmm. when they said that the low fat diet was good for you. They knew within a year after that that they were wrong. But it just perpetuated itself for ten years. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. How did you know they knew? There's actually a Time article. So the front oh, wow. of Time magazine basically said, "Stop eating butter." And then, ten years later, I have a picture on Instagram Butter's with back. with the yeah butter is back with the Time episode because the problem is people get so excited about an idea and then it just replicates itself and that's why you see a juice place on every corner. Or, you know, whatever the new fad is going to be, there's going to be bone broth everywhere. Bone broth is a traditional food. I think mm. when we're bringing back traditional foods like kimchi, sauerkraut, mm. kefir, mm. Um, bone broth, that stuff's going to stick around because mm. we see the nutritional benefits. But when something seems faddish, it probably is. Mm. Yeah, Like juice cleanses. Yeah. Yeah. and But even the places... <laughs> Beaming is a great example. I love beaming. Yeah. So Lisa's Lean and Green is a shake there mm. that's has avocado and spinach and no fruit, vanilla protein. They throw chia seeds in there. So I'm mm. like, okay, protein, fat, fiber, all the things, greens, right. all the things you need to turn off about eight hunger horm- hormones in your body, not just a juice. Mm. And I went in there like six months after they opened, and I'm like, this tastes totally different what'd you do and they're like oh we're adding your con syrup now because people are really upset that it wasn't sweet enough shut up and i'm like it's it have that be optional yeah, yeah. so so yeah word to the wise if you go to beaming lisa's lisa's lean and green is my order no your con syrup sometimes con extra syrup. so that's like a it's like a it's like sugar. a root it's like a root. It's like a yam, I guess, really? but it's a, it's a root. And so it, they have sugar in it, like a beet, yeah. you know, that kind of a thing. They all say low glycemic. The glycemic index is such a joke because it doesn't include fructose, and fructose is 100% metabolized in your liver and stores as fat two to three times faster than anything else. So Really? Yeah. Damn, girl. We've
2: been in t- five minutes in, and I'm, like, taking it <laughs> so Much notes. Sorry, I'll lighten it up. No. (laughs) No. This is why you're here. See, it's like I think that I know things, but I, you know, there's so much note to know. And there's so much changing. And there's so much... That especially with your body, like you could know your body at a point in time, but as you grow and evolve, and your hormones change, and whatever, mm. what you need changes. So it's just like fascinating, you know. There's yeah, so much information. It's so easily to get over, easy to get overwhelmed.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah,
2: I'm sure that's why. A lot of
1: your clients turn to you to kind of break it down and make it something that they can understand. But I get overwhelmed. Mm. I think you latch on to, like, whether it's a fad or mm-hmm. whatever is working for you. And it is overwhelming to be like, OK, now I have to, like, incorporate what? Mm-hmm. And how many times a day? What? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When you're doing a million other things. In mm-hmm. what way are you coaching your clients to also de-stress, like, kind of break down the process so mm-hmm. they can do it? To make it a little bit easier. Own? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting. A lot of times I meet with a client and I find out either they're trying something like intermittent fasting or they're having a bulletproof and they're not eating till 2 or they're trying, you know, they're making just back to the basics. They're just making a, a microwavable oatmeal and trying to go about their day or maybe they got on avocado toast. Whatever the case may be, I'm just trying to simplify one meal at a time. So I always start with breakfast. So sometimes I might just change breakfast the first time we meet and leave them be and what I'm trying to do is turn off hunger hormones. So a lot of times people will run into Starbucks, grab a non-fat latte and a kind bar and call it breakfast. And unfortunately, when you look at non-fat latte, non-fat milk is more carbohydrates than whole milk because whole milk has fat in it right mm. so it's actually higher in sugar it's basically if you were to take a whole glass of milk mm-hmm. and remove the cream or the fat on top you'd have to pour in more of non-fat milk and it's just lactose it's milk sugar so it's more sugar in non-fat milk than in whole milk
1: mm. We like
0: fat again, right? And then you look at a kind bar, and when you actually look at the nutrition facts, it's the biggest thing on there is carbohydrates, and some of them are higher in sugar. They're doing a good job to bring that back down. But there's not a lot of protein, and there's not a lot of fat, and those are two things that you need to turn off your hunger hormones. Hmm. So I'm trying to change the conversation. Instead of going in and trying to have a small bite and see how far you can go without eating again, kind of an anorexic mentality or a diet mentality, I want the opposite. I want you to turn off all the hunger hormones in your body. There are more than one, um, and they're in different places. There's a hormone called ghrelin that, when you eat to say satiety, meaning like you're full and satisfied, your stomach actually stretches. That hunger hormone turns off. So if you're just a juice, that hunger hormone's still hanging out, going, "Hey Krista, like we could maybe get a you know, mm-hmm. a, I don't know, a taco right I now." And it is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it is. I really like people to feel confident in the way that they eat. And so I always start with the Be well Smoothie, which is a formula that I created. Mm. I have a number of recipes that don't include fruit, but you have to have protein, fat, fiber, and greens. And those four things I call my fab four.
1: Mm.
0: And it's really simple because I have clients who... Won't have fish, but want steak, won't have turkey, <laughs> won't want pork, or the opposite. Mm-hmm. And it's not that big of a deal. You can eat whatever you want as long as it's good quality, but you have to have those four things to turn off all the hunger hormones in your body. So don't skimp, don't try to do small meals, don't try to just juice, don't try to just get away with a bar. really turn off those hunger hormones. And then if you go four to six hours without thinking about food, it's a lot easier to eat clean and to have these breaks of time between meals, which we found are really beneficial to the client. Mm. So if I get a window of four to six hours between a meal, not only have you completely digested your meal, but you have a surge of human growth hormone and testosterone that naturally burns away fat, kicks you into fat burning, can create ketones Mm. in your body. And it's not an aggressive up and down where if you were to have a non-fat latte and a kind bar – all of that really is one big carb that's going to create a lot of blood sugar in your body. Your blood sugar is going to go up, and you're going to crash down, kind of like a little kid at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And you're going—it's going to be ten o'clock, and you're going to go, "Where's my snack?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: hungry. I can't wait till noon." And then you push it and push it, and you try to wait till lunch. And by the time lunch rolls around, and a coworker says, "What are we ordering?" Yeah. You ordered the wrong thing because you're starving because your body's in low blood sugar, but you have insulin present. So when blood sugar rises. Insulin is that hormone that brings sugar out of your bloodstream and into your cells. But what it also does is it stops fat burning. It doesn't let you access fat for fuel. So you aren't fat adaptive. You're not able to burn your own fat for fuel. You basically dip into low blood sugar. Depending on who you are and your hormones, you could start muscle wasting because your body will start to break down muscle in a low blood sugar state to bring your blood sugar back up and make you feel okay it's kind of an interesting process and the science can get really heavy, so I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. But it but think about it like if you were trying really hard to eat clean and you're just going to do a green juice but it has an apple in it and even the ones that don't have fruit in it, really all it is is it, it's going to break down to glucose. You can look at the nutrition mm. facts and whatever is carbohydrates without fiber. I mean, there's no fiber in a juice. It's not like a smoothie. It's just going to turn to blood sugar so you have this surge of blood sugar and it's going to go even faster than that kind bar and latte and you're going to crash and you're going to feel shaky you're going to feel irritable like no one likes to feel that way and I love my kid sleepover analogy just because there are so many adults in LA driving mm-hmm. around on a like crashing like a kid at a sleepover yep. and they're just like honking at you and being rude to you mm-hmm. and and there's no reason for it mm-hmm. it's like eat something mm-hmm. okay yes. <laughs>
1: That's
2: so. so interesting. Literally. Yeah. So, so the insulin. So you were talking about the insulin with sugar in your cells. What was that? Okay. So let's, let's – Krista, what did you have for breakfast today?
0: Did um, you have breakfast?
2: Yes. I, oh, yes, I did. <laughs> um, I actually had a pretty good smoothie. So it was protein, avocado, almond milk, flax, phylum
0: husk, bee pollen. Ooh, so proud. That's B-Well style. Hell protein, yeah. Protein, fat, and fiber. <laughs> that Yeah, you got almost everything but <laughs> yeah, greens. But greens are optional because sometimes— My greens were old. Sometimes my girls are like, ah, I'd rather have a chocolate almond butter shake for breakfast every single day. Or like when they're on their period, they're like, oh, my God. I'm mm-hmm. like, we got to go chocolate this week. Mm-hmm. We can't fail, you know? And that really helps because it's all about, like, what does your body need and what do you feel mm-hmm. like? But protein, fat, and fiber will do the trick. Yeah. Greens is like my beauty ad because mm-hmm. of, like, phytonutrients. But that's perfect, actually. I'll give you an example— my husband had uh, two pieces of his pizza from last love night him. for this morning for breakfast. Hey, can you Damn tell cool. us what
1: his Instagram handle is? So hers is Be Well by Kelly. Um, cr-
0: Chris's Instagram is Be Bad by Chris. His it's his <laughs> assault on my business and my brand. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. He thinks Wait, he's funny.
2: It's the funniest thing I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, no, it's like cocktails and pizzas and chips and pop I love it. him. Like he does videos of himself, like. Popping champagne bottles. It's pretty hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love that yin and yang. You need it. I need it. Yeah. Well, and it's reality, it's real life. Like love. And it involves you. And I think it's important (laughs) that people know that that even though I know all this stuff about food, Mm -hmm. that food's emotional. Mm -hmm. And there's gonna be nights when I've had a crazy hard week and I've been traveling and flying Mm -hmm. or I've been wherever and I'm not in the right mindset and I haven't been in the gym or I haven't gone to a yoga class or a spin class. And I haven't had that moment to say, like, hey, just calm down. It's going to be okay. Yeah, I'm bad. Yeah. And I'm like, let's do that well red, red wine and, like, cruise over to Fresh Brothers and get gluten-free pizza and call it a night, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I want to Netflix and chill. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in, like, the literal sense, <laughs> not, not what people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. I'm like, no, actually, like, asleep in half hour. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally.
2: That's my problem is the emotional thing.
0: Yeah, and I don't,
2: like— take a second and just like calm down what do you want right now you want to be soothed but you don't need to go with food to soothe you
0: yeah and sometimes, and that's a really good thing to note. I'm We're all over the place, and I, I'm sure there are questions I didn't answer. But no. when you eat something that makes you happy, like cookies and cakes and mm-hmm. pizzas, there's a huge release of dopamine in the brain. I mean, there have been brain scans that show that it's eight times as strong as cocaine. So when we talk Damn. about addiction to food, it's real, you know. Not only is it real, but it perpetuates itself because of the spike and crash, which I can explain for you. Mm-hmm. So basically, let's say you have that pizza. Mm-hmm. You take a bite of that pizza or you eat those two pieces. When I think of food, I want you to th- think of it like what is it mostly? Mm-hmm. And a lot of foods are complex. Like an avocado is fiber and carbohydrates and protein, right? A steak is basically protein with fat, but it's basically a protein. Mm-hmm. So generalize things. That's probably, I mean, it's it's a healthy thing to do. You don't need to be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So pizza is basically a carbohydrate, right? So he has those two pieces of pizza goes into his mouth, he chews it, there's a, an enzyme that starts to break it down, break it down into sugar, drops into its stomach, he digests it completely, it breaks down to what we call glucose or blood sugar, right, he used to load before workouts, as a kid or whatever, mm-hmm. that's basically what they're talking about, and all that, all that pizza, Is a carb that breaks down to glucose so if you picture a whole bunch of mini pizzas floating in the rivers of your veins and arteries like just floating in your blood right your body doesn't like that so there's an organ your pancreas that sends off the alarm bells and it says pick up the pizza and get it out of the bloodstream so it releases the hormone insulin and insulin is the hormone that does that so what insulin does is it goes and it like a little ferry boat it picks up the pizza and it's got to shove it in a few places. So most of the time, it for, you know, it's going to go into your liver and stores glycogen. That's great. That's like the gas tank for your body. It'll keep your brain functioning and all of that. Mm-hmm. Next, it's going to go into your muscles if you're insulin sensitive, right? If you're working out, if you're using your muscles, they're insulin sensitive. They're going to suck up that sugar and wait for a crazy workout like tapping it back, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So there,
0: it's going to store it. So those two places are great. Carbs are great to store If you're having them not in excess, because then what are they? They're fuel. If they're in your liver and your muscles, they're fuel. Where it becomes a problem is there's no space left in your liver, your muscles. That's going to have to store as fat. Mm -hmm. So that's when it's converted to a triglyceride and stored in fat cells. And so what it does is all these pieces of pizza have basically been shoved into cells, into your liver, into your muscles, into your fat cells. But what happens is your blood sugar will come back down to normal. Maybe they've put away all those pizza pieces at about three hours. But when insulin comes into your bloodstream, it lasts six to eight hours. So you've just shut down fat burning from the moment you've had that pizza, Holy six shit. to eight hours after that. So it doesn't mean that you can't work out and build awesome muscles in that state that would then continue to give you that um, excessive post-oxygen consumption mm-hmm. that extra burn from like a really strong workout but it's just good to be aware because what I find is I'll see a client who starts their day with an acai bowl and and they think they're eating really healthy and then they're like yeah and then I just do like a grand bowl like quinoa with well all the things and then at dinner um you know I don't know whatever they're having maybe they're having some type of wrap or like something that it, also would have a carbohydrate I look at that and I go okay well if you had breakfast at six you've shut down fat burning till noon and then you had this big huge quinoa bowl and you shut down fat burning till six and then you had dinner and you shut down fat burning till midnight so we only got a six hour burn so a lot of times when I clean up breakfast and pull the fructose and I pull the sugar and I pull the carbs then I can get them to burn fat from six o'clock dinner all the way to noon the next day. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. So it's not that big of a lifestyle change. Not a lot of people are really so emotionally connected to breakfast on a weekday. But the cool part is, is I also make. It's not like they're not eating breakfast. It's not like they're eating something disgusting. They're making a really awesome shake. It could be chocolate so almond bad. butter mm-hmm. with you know coconut cream or something, that's really healthy fat. Because protein's gonna, the protein part of the Fab Four is gonna tell you you're full, right? Mm. It's gonna turn off the hunger hormones. Your brain's gonna register, okay, we've we've eaten something fat is going to elongate. It's going to make it last a little bit longer. It slows down the digestive process. Mm-hmm. And then fiber and greens really stretches your stomach. It also stretches the digestion and breakdown time of that meal. So mm-hmm. instead of going up and down in three hours, we're elongating that period of time. So if you do run out of energy from the food that you've, or you know, run out of the food that you've eaten, we're able to dip into fat stores. We don't have excess insulin. You might, you know, people talk about when they're eating clean like they get maybe a little halitosis or they kind of can taste that fat burning I'm sure Lindsay like on the bike if you have crazy days or you're just like oh my god I'm into my human body now
1: literally (laughs) well I was gonna ask you I mean what is is that ideal to eat before a workout like your fab four or you know I struggle I mean just my energy like some days it's amazing, some days it's not. And I've stepped away from gluten. Yeah, I'm on board for that. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, um, it's made a big difference, and dairy too, just because my I voice like and um, all of that. But in terms of, like, energy, so if people are, if they have a workout midday or if they're working out in the morning or they have to go to a workout after work, which a lot of people have to do, what is, like, ideally something they should eat and when, how far before I know it's like a basic question but I no. I get like so many conflicting answers I'm like what is right and I know I can just like in my mind I'm like well I can just eat what I not what I want because I I usually eat healthy before class but if I can maximize what I'm eating in in terms of like the energy output then I want to do that you know
0: yeah Well, you're getting mixed responses because there's mixed research. Yeah. A couple of things we did find is that if someone's doing a cardio workout, when they wake up first thing in the morning without eating anything, you have a huge surge of human growth hormone, which when that happens in your body, you are going to lose more weight. So if your goal is to lose weight, then that would be a great thing for you. But if your Mm. goal is to keep consistent energy and you don't feel like dipping into your own body's energy is really working at six in a six in the morning class and you're feeling like you're dragging or maybe you're using your adrenals and it's too much adrenaline or anything you know that's really what you end up using then I would probably say you could do I mean you have a phenomenal figure you could do a small um, mixed macronutrient snack like almond butter and apple like apple has a great form of natural caffeine little almond butter would like kind of keep that you know mm-hmm. I'm elongate that a little bit so it wasn't just like you were having a juice or something like that but it really just does come down to the person so talking about like do you feel like you're burping on the bike when you're riding after you Mm. eat do you Mm. would you rather go for something like if you did an all green juice I would be totally cool with that lemon ginger something like that I think that 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 would be a great time to do that because if you think about it let's say you had dinner the night before you put quinoa in your liver and your muscles you kind of you know you have some carb storage there for your workout when you drink that green juice you're basically putting some sugar into your bloodstream that you can use right then automatically Mm -hmm. right and then if you didn't want to eat before your workout what you'd be using from your workout is all that stored quinoa from the night before you're basically dumping your tanks and i talk a lot about dumping tanks and tanks meaning like your quads, your hammies, your glutes, your biceps, your triceps, like your your extremity muscles that are big. And I like the booty and the, and the legs because mm-hmm. ex-soccer player, I can build those up when I want mm-hmm. to, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of place uh, – those are big tanks. And so say, for example, you were going – you knew it was going to be a crazy night with your girlfriends. You're going to Italian. You guys are – they're the friends you have wine with every time. You mm-hmm. can't just pick – Because I always tell people to pick one carb in a serving size per meal or less. So, like, you want to go to tacos? Okay. Two small corn tortillas or one half a cup of white rice at sushi. Get the rest sashimi. Mm. You know, you're looking just to balance. Mm. But let's say you knew you were going to do that. Well, great. Go dump your tanks before. Make some room for sugar. Go get that workout in before that that dinner because you know that you've made space. Instead of going into that dinner... After having a big grain bowl at lunch, your people don't realize blood sugar is compounding. They just think, oh, my blood sugar goes up and then it comes down and I feel great. It's like your body is dealing with that right now. All that sugar is being shuffled to your liver to be converted to fat, and then people say, Oh, I have high triglycerides in my bloodstream. I really need to cut out the fat. It's a completely different type of fat.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. So
0: High triglycerides and high cholesterol are mostly from sugar and excess carbohydrates. Mm. So it's, it's an interesting world we live in when you go to, like, health food stores and everything's uh, drenched in agave, which is 90% fructose. It's the closest sweetener to high-fructose corn syrup. So causes <laughs> Who freaking started that? Yeah, I remember that. When that it's was
2: hot, as was like, it's agave. It's the like, GI, or it's the glycemic <laughs> index. Like, want to pass out, just like. I know. like, <laughs> I'm like we're just going to dribble agave on the acai bowl. And you're like, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah the acai bowl is <laughs> already. Yeah, you're like, that's antioxidants, though. <laughs> oh. Wait, should we, like, pull it back for a second yeah. Yeah. about? yeah. How do you, like, when you meet someone at a, a party, how do you, like, talk about who you are and what you do that doesn't know you already?
0: Well, people just ask me what I what I do. Mm-hmm. I just say um, I'm a holistic nutritionist and health coach. And depending on the person, they might be like, don't look at my appetizer plate. <gasps> or <laughs> So true. Or, um, <laughs> really? I have this thing. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm not used to having, I mean, social media has grown for me mm-hmm. a little bit. And um, I had the first person in Whole Foods parking lot be like, oh, my God, you're B-Ball by Kelly. And I was really? like, this is so weird. Run. <laughs> like, I Chris just... is by me. He's like, but I'm B-Bad by Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like it was a, you know, I post a lot in Brentwood because if I'm not seeing my clients and driving to them, most of the clients I see, I don't have an office. I drive to all my clients. I open mm-hmm. their cabinets. We get we get into it. Also, that's just the type of service that I give. And so it is kind of interesting. I'm If I'm home, I'm basically walking to Whole Foods. Walking to Soul Cycle, walking to OTF. My yoga studio, Maha, just closed, mm-hmm. and
2: I'm dying to go to Maha.
0: Uh, too late. Why? <laughs> it's over. It closed. Why? I don't know. I think it just changed ownership. For but sure. Steve Ross is now teaching. Steve, at... Steve Happy Yoga. Yes. I'm dying to go to Steve's class. I went this morning. He <gasps> now teaches at Kinetic, so I literally oh, walked oh. across the
1: street.
0: Okay. Yes. I need to go. We'll go. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I think it's probably like you know neighborhood people mm-hmm. who, when they you know see stuff that. I'm geotagging somewhere or something. So. <sighs> yeah, um, that's kind of been weird for me, and I'm I've had a little bit of anxiety with the book tour because they talk about, you know, you're gonna go on the doctors or the Today Show and. All that stuff, and um, I don't know. When I was little, I for sure loved to like do plays for my parents. Mm-hmm. But since then, You're I haven't totally been the center of attention other than my wedding day. You know, so mm-hmm. so I'm just doing a lot of meditating, doing a lot of working out, kind of like mm-hmm. thinking about that process and what I want to, you know, how I want to be ready. So yeah, that's the future. I love that. When's the book? Book comes out June twentieth. Okay. So, yeah, we were going to do a March release, but they were going to do a, a summer release now. Okay, so that's excited. good. More time. It is actually exciting just with everything that's been happening. So I'm trying to pull together, like, all the people that I know that I have a lot of bloggers as clients. Mm. I have a lot of actresses as clients, makeup artists, people in the industry. And so it's been something that is my homework from them to, like, pull together the list of people and, like, mm. plan the party or uh, the, plan the events leading up until the launch. And so that makes me really excited because— yeah. It'd be fun to just be able to treat people to things mm. and thank them for supporting me, and I'm really humbled. It's kind of surreal a little bit, so. And
2: then it makes it about the community, not exactly you, you know? Yeah, no. you're so, like,
0: humble. You don't want it to be exactly
2: about you, but when it's all your friends, it's like, this is everyone.
0: Yeah, you no. Know? Yeah, it's it's exciting to think, like, um, as I'm in talks with Vitamix, and they're like, yeah, so we can rough up some Vitamixes, mm. and we can have beautiful smoothies there for people to try, your flavors. yeah so, um, yeah, and there are some really awesome companies that, you know, I don't do, like, sponsored stuff, mm. but Jess, uh, Jessica Alba has been like, oh, we'll give people Honest Beauty stuff. Oh, right. she's so been like, I'm, like, get excited about goodie bags. <laughs> yeah, I love that.
1: So going back even further, so was there something in your health journey that kind of drove you into becoming a holistic nutritionist? Was there a moment?
0: Yeah, um, I, I'm going to talk about this a little bit in my book too, but when I was in high school— like most girls, I think that was the time when I started to realize, okay, I have a body. I was, mm. I mean, I was not super mature. Like, I, the boobs didn't come in until later, and I <laughs> got my period, like, senior year. But um, yeah, I was a soccer player, so I never really had to worry about food. But I, I took my health class in high school. I loved it. It was, like, one of my favorites. Mm. I was mm. always better at math and science. I mean, there are so many times when my captions are misspelled and, like, I'm adding commas and people, like, comment. People call me out all the time. <laughs> oh, come <And> on. on. <laughs> Seriously. Like, and it's
2: and so let annoying.
0: it be. I've <laughs> been like, hey, I could edit your stuff if you want. Oh, that's the worst. it's like, so, okay. <laughs> my, like, half of my husband's texts because he's he was an attorney and he's a writer oh now, you know, God, are I'm like rewritten my c- captions love copy that. paste like repos oh so shut my gosh every photo I have is like edited <laughs> <I love that. laughs> but but math and science makes sense for me and so right about then I became a little bit interested in it you could say like obsessed I didn't think that I was um, overweight but I remember when soccer would end and club would end and I would kind of just be like I feel like a little chubby I wasn't naturally mm-hmm. like twiggy Um, my sisters, on the other hand, are skeletor. Mm. So, not, not, I mean, genetically. Mm -hmm. So, my mom and dad's sides of the family are a little bit different. My dad and I are brunettes. Us too. And we do our thing, and then, you know, my mom and my sisters are blonde and they do their thing <laughs> so <laughs> different set of cards um but I started reading diet books in high school so South Beach Atkins um and I thought the science was really like more than I got in health class and so I kept mm. reading them and it's funny to think back and think that my parents wouldn't let me watch the Simpsons but would drive me to Barnes and Noble to buy like adult diet books like <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> but my mom uh um, I think they just knew that I loved it and and did well in it. So uh, that continued through college. I took Nature Nature of Human Health and Disease at USC. That was was my best grade out of, like, all my college classes. And I was business like my dad, but always, always, always loved health and nutrition, wanted to have a career in it. Uh, My dad and mom were okay with me wanting to be a registered dietitian, but— when we talked about it and I took this class, sales strategy, there were people that came in who had worked in pharmaceuticals, medical device, genetics, all the cutting edge stuff. And I thought, this is great. My dad's cutting me off the day I graduate. he has mm. been hit, like his plan for all four years. I'm mm-hmm. sure if I would have been like flailing, my parents would have like sure. thrown mm-hmm. me a bone. But it seemed scary at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, I have to get a job. So I interviewed with a bunch of pharmaceutical companies, and my first job was with Johnson & Johnson out of college, and I um, was a pharma rep for a year. Um, And then I went and worked in medical device for Stryker, and I I sold basically, like, equipment. So, like, the beds, stretchers, evacuation equipment Mm -hmm. type stuff. Um, And then I went into cancer. So I sold something. I worked for Whole Logic. It's a company that does um, radiation for breast cancer. And then I moved into genetics for breast cancer. But the last six years of that, I was basically working in science and reading PubMed research and reading articles and understanding technology. And the whole time I loved health and nutrition, the whole time I was telling my friends, like if they wanted to, you know, all the things I'm spewing have Mm -hmm. been in me for a really long time, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's been a years of learning it. So it's really awesome to have a career in it now, but about four years ago, my girlfriend and I were running around the um, Brentwood Country Mart or, the, you know, the golf course. She's like, what are you doing? Like, you can continue to have this career and do really well and like genetics and work at Cedars and like go to all these hospitals every day. But all you do is tell our friends what to eat. All you do is like help people who have like acne or PCOS or whatever it is. We had a friend who had gout. There's been a lot, you know. So and I always just went back into the research and I knew how to mine it and look for studies. And and I knew who the relevant people were speaking in my space, even though I wasn't working in it. So I went back and I did that I N program, which is Institute of Integrative Nutrition for a year. I love education. I think it's really important. It's a health coaching program, and that's great. But I always wanted more. Like I always wanted a clinical background i wanted an rd behind my name or i wanted an md behind my name mm-hmm. i just felt like people wouldn't take me seriously and it was my own insecurity because i had spent eight years speaking to oncologists who had done 14 years of school and that's something to respect right so it was interesting because i was like forget it okay i'm gonna go back to school and i'm gonna just take these classes and i'm gonna take my um clinical I'm gonna take the CCN which is a certified clinical nutritionist I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that and I went into UCLA my first class and I was just taking these at nights so I had my cancer job I had be well by Kelly starting the whole Instagram doing my own website I don't have anyone who works for me this whole company is me I was taking night classes at UCLA at at Berkeley online extension and was seeing clients so on the weekends at nights You know, you start – my first client was – I did it for free. Mm. Then I was like $50 an hour. Then I was like $100 an hour, you know. You're like 50 Yeah. (laughs) And I remember working with one client, and he was like, he's not going to take you seriously unless your rate is X. And I was like, what? And he was like, raise your rates. If people don't want to work with you, they won't work with you. And I did that as the best – he's like the best thing that's ever happened to me because you just – you just fear that stuff. But the thing is, is like, I don't sign people up for programs. I'm not like you have to work with me for eight weeks. I always want to earn your business. I I just you know, it's when you're motivated, like bring me back in when you're mm. motivated. At, tell me what you need of me. I will be here every week. I have retainer clients. I have people that want me to take them away. I have people that want me to have chefs deliver meals for them. I have chefs, I have Uh, meal delivery programs I have vegan programs I have paleo programs doesn't matter what you are like we get really in depth but I'm on a tangent again but
1: (laughs) no it's so interesting the point about like knowing you deserve that rate Mm -hmm. we were just talking about that the other day just about in general Mm -hmm. kind of knowing what we're worth before we get to that level yeah of whatever
2: it is and I feel like it's challenging as a female more than a male maybe to do a rate and i know as a blogger it's challenging for
0: me to put out a rate it is and you know what he was right Mm -hmm. like there were people who were like wow you're way too expensive for me and then i've had yeah and and then i've had people who are like great okay when do we start Mm -hmm. you know and some of those people who are like hey great when do we start expect a lot because of your rate so it's very you know it is very hands-on but But there are some people that are just amazing, you know, so it doesn't matter what your rate is, you're going to have really awesome clients and some that are harder to work with or whatever. But um, yeah, definitely know your worth. And I was I'm thankful he Mm -hmm. helped me know that. And it you know, it's always a bummer to see someone fill out a questionnaire, like they want to work with you. And then you get you read their answers and I'm like oh I already know how to help this girl like Mm. she's doing this she's doing that she's doing this she's doing that Mm. and then you send back like okay well here's the Mm -hmm. the program and and she's like no thanks Mm. so I'm always like I'll let you Mm -hmm. know if I'm doing a giveaway yeah yeah. (laughs) yes that's a perfect response yeah was like perfect so
2: when your journey when you were kind of taking the night classes and everything that was there any times when you like
0: doubted yourself I didn't doubt myself because I didn't have time to. And Love I think that. that's really important for people mm. because I, I see a lot kind of, of feel people, like that. Yeah, I see a lot of people like change careers where they decide all of a sudden, like I had this corporate career and now I want to go do something creative. And there's a certain point where you need to jump off the curve, but there was something to be said about spending the nights that you have when you're thinking about it, not thinking, doing. Doing. Like put up your website, grab your Instagram handle, start to tell your friends what you're thinking about doing. Tell the world. Like, I remember we were in Cabo with a group of friends, and we have awesome friends from, like, college in L.A. or whatever. And we rented a house. with was a bunch of couples. And they're like, okay, everyone stand up and tell your New Year's resolution. And I stood up, and I was like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to be a published author, and it's going to happen. And two years later, like, we're here. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so the first year, nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought about m- – Maybe doing something. I talked to someone who had written a book. I reached out to her agent, kind of had a few meetings with agents, but yeah, last January I sold it. So it's, I think, something about letting the world hold you accountable and putting something out there so that you can hold yourself accountable. Because Mm -hmm. when do we get stuff done when we're like, oh, I'm going to do that Friday? And we're like, oh, I put this deadline on myself. Oh, we're going to move that to Sunday. You know, you're always pushing your own deadlines back. So yeah, I think the good thing to do is like, because you're going to doubt yourself like if you if you sit there and think about it you're going to doubt but if you don't have time to and you just fill your days and make a plan you do it do. like you girls are here and you scheduled people so you have to be here mm-hmm. and i'm here and now you're doing I'm it
2: happy.
0: you know i read i'm reading originals by adam grant mm-hmm. um, i'm
2: actually listening to it on audible and he was talking about how a lot of entrepreneurs that are successful did the jobs and then they plan their business at night rather than going all in that people are now like they're finding more research that people are more successful if they do both rather than just
0: All or nothing. Yeah. And I really believe that, too. Well, think about it, because, like, how much stress do you have? Then it becomes about the money. Then Mm -hmm. you become, like, a cheesy sales rep who's like, oh, well, I can help you, and I'm going to cut my rate so you can pay for me. It's desperate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of letting momentum drive itself and drive your business. And um, I'm really thankful for the momentum I created before I stepped off the curb, and it was you know, definitely we took a pay cut to mm-hmm. for me to follow my dream and lifestyles change a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then you hustle even harder and then the book comes through and, and you think of other ways. Like I had a mentor that tell me, told me most millionaires in LA have five streams of income. And from that moment, I've been working to build five streams of income. So you see I have clients one-on-one. I have um, a book. I'm going to have speaker programs. I have products coming out this year. You know, I just need one more. Huh. So it's like that's... And that's like at a minimum, you know, Mm. because when is there a job that's going to make you, you know, unless you've worked your way up and you're already 45 at like some big agency. Like, how are you how are you working all your angles, you know? And so I think that that's it's not like my parents where they could have one job and Mm -hmm. buy a house and two cars and just pop kids out and not have any stress about it. And be like, oh well, what po- you know? What party are we going to this weekend? My parents were like, you just have to have kids, no stress. And I'm like, you don't realize, like, yeah. for a kid to go yeah. to private school yeah. in LA like is like That's my college, college education, a million dollars. Or if they don't have to go to private school, or you're looking for a good school, then you have to afford a Buy three house. million dollar home. Mm-hmm. So, so I, right now I like my apartment and my rent, and it's good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, don't doubt yourself. The one thing that was really interesting though is. Um, and interesting for people to know, I, I dropped two UCLA nutrition courses because the teacher didn't know what they were talking about. No. And I knew the first day.
2: Really? Wow. What'd they do? What'd they say? Like th-
0: what are their names? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna call people know, out I'm here. Just kidding. Um but it it was interesting, you know, the 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 publisher needs to keep up with research. So does so does the company building, you know, writing the book. And then on top of that, the teacher. And when that's the process, they're not teaching current nutrition. You know who's really great, though? Michelle Vargas. Her sports Mm -hmm. nutrition class at UCLA is on point. Mm -hmm. Her food, mood, and behavior class is on point. Talks about, like, the hunger hormones Mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, The sports stuff was amazing. That would, like, answer all your questions Mm -hmm. about when you should eat around your – Around your training and about how much, but yeah, the, uh, one of the teachers was basically talking about the benefits of adding plant sterols to margarine and how that would that can help your clients with high cholesterol. And I just closed my MacBook threw it in my bag and was like, I'm not paying $1,000 for a UCLA level class to be spewed this nonsense. Wow. (laughs) So what uh, is the truth? Well, first of all, margarine is an inflammatory oil. So when you Mm. heat up margarine, it's going to cause inflammation. It's going to oxidize. It's going to be high in omega-6 can be super inflammatory. And so whatever benefits you're getting from those sterols isn't doing what it's supposed to do because the cholesterol is really coming from the fact that that person probably had too many carbohydrates that turned to triglycerides. And when triglycerides are going back into your bloodstream, they store in cholesterol. So your liver will make a whole bunch of cholesterol to deal with the triglyceride overload. And so it's crazy just to think that—it's <laughs> crazy to me to think that people are like, oh, well, cholesterol is just this other thing. It's like, no, cholesterol is constantly changing. It, a lot of it has to do with genetics. You're finding that even high cholesterol, if it's you have a good ratio, is— Not a problem at all. Mm -hmm. That cholesterol makes a lot of your hormones. You really want cholesterol. You want those egg yolks. You want the shrimp. You want the oyster. A lot of times those are coming with amazing B vitamins. They're coming with, you know, zinc, selenium, iodine, things that, like, keep your thyroid going, things that keep your skin glowing. So, um, you know, and I was just disillusioned, Mm -hmm. packed up and left. So um, it's been a process for me to locate classes and teachers that I respect and I think know what they're talking about, which it's hard because at one point I'm like, well, then I don't really need to, to take those classes if I feel like I know what they're talking about already. But that there's my insecurity, right? There's, there's me thinking ahead, a year ahead going, oh, well, when I'm sitting on the doctors and they ask me where I went to school mm. and I tell them a health coaching program, am I going to feel insecure with that or how? Is are they going to judge me or are they going to respect me? You know, and then your agent turns around and is like, "They don't. They're not going to care. You have celebrity clients." And it's like, okay, but I personally care because all my celebrities are like all my other people, and I need to know how to help them, and I also mm-hmm. need this just for me and my little security blanket. That's my baba, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: well, my the, papa's food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um food. We talk about
1: this a lot, where you know, as you become and you've become more successful quite quickly Mm -hmm. have there been people in your life that have either not supported you or been a challenge to deal with or accept like kind of your success and you really owning all the work that you've done and stepping into your light and working with all these amazing people and providing amazing service and being you know present on social media sometimes people just have this weird Mm -hmm. if they know you before all of this happens weird
0: reaction to it did you experience any of that? Yeah, social media is weird because, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys aren't 30 yet, <laughs> but I'm 33. So Facebook came out when I was a senior, mm-hmm. and I remember, like, crashing our Internet because we were trying to, like, friend a million people, Damn. riding our bikes to, like, the the athlete computer lab mm-hmm. because, I mean, why not two birds, one stone, get friends, and meet hot athletes? Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, so, and I don't, I mean, I got an Instagram after I got married, so I was, like, I didn't, have a hashtag for my wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. So to think how present I am now, like, I mean, I have had meetings on Facebook now or I have this, li- like, liaison person who's like, okay, like, to grow your social media and to do all these things and to have a presence and to be, in like, official with, like, the blue check and, like, all these things. Uh, verified, official, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, you, you. you know, to be in the algorithm, you should be posting on Instagram three times a day. <laughs> oh. And you should be doing live videos because we promote those 700 times as much as a regular video. And you should Instagram Live because we are going to promote that just like we promote Facebook Live And, I mean... I didn't grow up on Snapchat like a little kid in LA. I'm like, "Okay, babe, I'm going to do a live." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." Like, I tried one time to do an Instagram <laughs> live and I swear to god, I didn't open any of the containers for my for my for my smoothies. So, I'm sitting there like trying to open a container and hold my phone and I was like, "Shit. Fuck." Oh, you like, guys. You guys. <laughs> you guys, I'm so sorry. Like, it's like filming my cabinet, and, like the floor. <laughs> like, "Oh, <laughs> <I'm> crying like, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was pretty it was pretty horrible that's amazing but um, you know so yeah I'm sure first of all I feel like there were some friends of mine when I first started they were like oh this is like a fun hobby for mm. Kelly and she's like doing this hobby on the side of her job as an outlet or something mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, you don't know what people are really saying behind your back. And I try not to think about it because I'm definitely an extrovert. So I care what people think about me. And it's something that I'm, like I said, trying to prepare myself for being having a lot more people a lot more eyes on me, right? So, but no one was upfront about being upset. I mean, I've had friends who want to do exactly what I'm doing, and then they feel like they can't. Mm. And that's interesting, too, because I really think there's a space for everyone. There's billions of people, Mm -hmm. you know, so you are always going to find your people and there's space for you and there's room for you. And especially the way we digest information now, it's like. Oh, you said something 10 seconds ago. You were like yesterday's news. Mm-hmm. Like, right. So there's there, there needs to be so much information because we're digesting so much information mm-hmm. and so many companies and our world is all like Tastemade, BuzzFeed, you name it. You know, if I wanted to do like a, a cooking platform, Snapchat, whatever, I'd have 16 options to choose from, mm-hmm. you know. So to think that we all can't do it is a little silly um, but my parents, I mean, obviously, like, giving up health insurance and a six-figure career and a company car and Chrysler 300, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, Love like... Love a big old car, yeah. so, you know? Yeah, I was like, I got, I got a... <laughs> certain types of dudes checking me out. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This never happened before. They don't think, like, if I get out of the car, they're like, maybe not enough booty. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, that uh, that was a scary factor for them because they were just worried about me and I think, you know, as parents are. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, let's do a little quick fire really fast. Okay. So we talked about it a little bit before we got you on, but the one trend in health that you hate...
0: Um so the one tre- trend in health that I hate mm-hmm. is sweeteners I guess it's mm. both I mean so juice cleansing is got to go mm-hmm. like it is insulin resistance waiting to happen because mm. you're basically spiking blood sugar crashing really hard oh you're you're dying you can have another juice you know and the majority of all you've eaten that week is carbohydrates and it's going to make you crave a lot more sugar like you're mm. you're Having so much sugar and people are always like, oh, I always look at the sugar grams, but I have to remind them, you have to realize carbohydrates, I mean, the poor man's way to do this, carbohydrates minus fiber, whatever that number is, that's basically all turning to blood sugar. So try to add fiber, try to add fat, try to add protein to that meal to kind of rebalance it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, I I don't like juice cleansing. I I mean, I get that um, lowering Medically I and, and uh, biologically, I understand that lowering the amount of calories you eat mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time can be beneficial to cleansing, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's all sugar, I don't think that that's the way to go. If you want to do a bone broth cleanse or if you want to do a fasting mimicking diet or something like that. Mm-hmm in a small amount of time, when you have the motivation, not like, oh, I went on this bachelorette in Cabo and ate my face off, and now I'm going to come back and do a juice cleanse because we have a wedding the next weekend. And so you do this juice cleanse, and then you throw yourself into a wedding where you are in Napa and drinking three bottles of wine a day, then I don't think that that behavior is okay. I think you need to have a little bit more balance. And so what I really try to work with my clients is is on balance. So don't hate yourself when you come back from Cabo. What are the little things that add up every day that you can do? Okay, cool, Let's. what's a great way to get rid of that anxiety? Let's throw a, a workout that we can't cancel that's gonna take money from us. Throw a workout, call your friend, make a schedule, to move every day until that wedding. What else can you do? You can replace Mm. breakfast. You can pull the fruit for the week or the sugar for the week and replace breakfast with a low-sugar, high-fiber, protein and fat-based smoothie. Get to lunch. Do the same thing. Have, like, salmon and Brussels sprouts and cauli rice or something. At dinner, you can lighten it up with a bone broth vegetable soup and then do the next thing for the next five days. There's no reason for you to spend 300 I don't even know how much money they are right now, but whatever. Free $500 on like juice that is not going to make you full. It's going to make you hangry, angry, inability to focus. You're going to have those really hyper-focused times and then you're going to crash. And then you're going to go into the wedding weekend starving wanting to drink more wine, wanting to eat the cupcakes at the cupcake bar or the dessert bar, or whatever it is, being like, well, I already screwed up. So Sunday, we're going to go to that brunch and I'm going to have this because I'll start again tomorrow. And that mentality of always starting again tomorrow is like, it perpetuates, it perpetuates itself. And so I really try to teach people how to auto correct instead of jumping into a cleanse. And if someone wants to do some type of biologically beneficial type of a cleanse then we're planning it out 6 months ahead of time where they're in an environment where they're away where they're doing yoga whatever it is and it's planned and it's they're going in happy and motivated not self-hating mm-hmm. self-loathing and per, kind of perpetuating this whole diet mentality mm-hmm. that speaks to me <laughs> she's like writing it down um sweetness Oh, and sweeteners, yeah, because oh, because there are a lot of healthy places, my some of my favorite some of my favorite restaurants, I love these places, like I love beaming, I love cafe gratitude, mm-hmm. like you know, moon juice, all these places, but the American public has to have sugar f- to buy something. so you literally go in there and it's like Yukon syrup, agave, coconut sugar, and people are like, oh yeah, but it's. And I'm like, I don't care what it is. What is it breaking down to? What is? What are the mo- molecules it ends up as is exactly the same. So if you would like to spend $10 on a juice or you'd like to just have the cupcake at your friend's bridal shower, like, pick one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to end up the same in your body, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. not totally the same. But just be aware of it and try to pick those lower sugar things. I know – I want to remember moon juices. They have a green juice with, like, chia seeds floating in the bottom. Mm. It's, like, I want to say monster green or something. That's mm. the one I get there. It's it's really okay. good. And I think Cafe gratitude is, like, fun. You're like, okay, I could get this, like, cool vegan mm-hmm. wrap or I could get this grain bowl. And I love that, too. But I don't think that eating that way all the time lends itself to you feeling your best mm. either, believe it or not. Stevia. I'm okay with stevia. Stevia's been used for over, um, like, 1,500 years in South America. It's a leaf. I mean, cocaine's a leaf, but no Mm -hmm. comment. (laughs) Um, They're not the same. (laughs) (laughs) They're not the same. But to some people, stevia tastes bitter, and to some people, it tastes sweet. Mm. And so um, make sure it's organic. I like the liquid form. Mm. Truvia is not stevia. Truvia is half stevia and half Alcohol sugar, alcohol sugar can feed yeast to candida. Just be aware of that. Mm. Doesn't mean that it's bad, but if you ha- have trivia or use an alcohol like erythritol mm. in like baked goods and you poop your pants, you're allergic or you, mm. you know, it's not yeah. working for you. That's what that was. <laughs> That's your next plan. <laughs> A whole bunch of alcohol sugar baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing.
1: Was there another? Well, know you're wondering.
2: I guess if you could, if every, I guess maybe, I think you maybe know the answer, but if every single person listening could do one thing every day to make themselves feel better, what would you say that they do?
0: Oh, well, plug. Be well, smoothie. Yeah. Yeah. Be well, smoothie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just think it's a really, I think what ends up happening is I have a and I've just seen it work so well and I've had great results and it's realistic. Like it's realistic and I get great results, which is which are the two things that I think people are like that happens, <laughs> you know, totally. because it's and people love it. So it's something where, like I said, I have clients who do like chocolate almond butter chia seed, Chelsea Handler, cho- chocolate almond butter chia seed. Like that's her favorite. I made her a green one one time and mm-hmm. she was like, I don't like this. This is gross. And I was like, cool, sister. No worries. Yeah, uh, good. You know, like it doesn't ha- it can be you. Like, mm-hmm. it's personal. You can personalize it. If you're a blueberry person, great. If you want to do greens and lemon, great. If you want coconut cream pie, if you're, like, a, I had a client who, at um, there's an, a girl I work with over at CAA who's, like, loves chai lattes. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is such an easy swap. We're getting a chai protein powder. You're doing, you know, almond or coconut milk. Mm-hmm. You're doing um, chia or flax as your fiber. Mm-hmm. I want you to put a fat in there so you can do MCT oil if you want. Mm-hmm. You could do coconut oil or, or almond butter. And I want you to mix it up if you want to add a little bit of um, salience uh, cinnamon to that or clove. Mm-hmm. Um, really high on the auric scale, clove is higher than turmeric. People, it's not popular yet. I'm gonna go Shut ahead and call that. That might be a trend in the future. 2017. All right. Um, uh, blend it up. And all of a sudden you're getting a full breakfast instead of your sugar spiking, crashing, overeating lunch because of your chai latte. Now you're getting like a real meal. I get texts that are like, it's 1.30. I'm totally chill. So look at that. Her her blood sugar is balanced. She's not full of insulin. Mm-hmm. She's burning fat. She's feeling great. Her brain's on fire. She's ready to rock and roll. Um, and, you know, not everyone that I work with has weight loss goals. But... In this world of these type of people, they have to be on red carpets a lot or they have rolls or whatever it is, and the pressure is a lot higher. Um, so it, it has become a little bit of my specialty, but doesn't mean that I – I mean, I, ha- I have a cardiologist I work with down in Newport Beach, so it's not the whole picture. Mm-hmm. But um, but that be-well smoothie, then all of a sudden, is great for her. So then I'll, you know, pick someone else. They don't like greens. They don't like eating salads. That's disgusting for them. Okay, great. Can you get on board with you know doing a half to a third of a banana? Because I, you know, my mm-hmm. Be Well Smoothie formula limits you to a fourth a cup of fruit, which people are like, "What?" Mm-hmm. But sometimes I go over there and there, it's like the whole blender is frozen mm-hmm. strawberries. It's like an entire it's, banana. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that's fine across the the day when your body can handle it in small doses, but don't set yourself up for failure, you know? So then they're throwing a whole bunch of greens in a shake and we're masking it with a few other flavors and, you know, getting a protein powder that tastes like vanilla, chocolate, chai latte, pumpkin, whatever it is, like you can hit those, you can get that dopamine release and hit the, Mm -hmm. hit that yummy factor. But I think what the benefit, the benefit really happens with you being able to follow your goals. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's being a, it's, When you say, I want to just get, like, a nice piece of salmon or, like, have, like, a steak salad for lunch, great. You can do that because you're not in such a depleted Mm. place. And I think what's even great about that is, like, that light structure. Then you want to think just like your shake at lunch. Okay, if you're getting a steak salad and they give you one piece of steak, what do you need to ask for? Like, can I get a side of avocado? Can I get extra stressing? Because it is no longer about just, like, having a small meal and trying to go. It's eat like you're fuel and train. Like, eat like you need it. You know what I mean? Your body will respond mm-hmm. that way. It won't feel deprived with real food. So that's kind of cool because then then that they have that shake and then that light structure helps them look at their plate and go, okay, well do I have my do I have protein? Like shrimp, steak, whatever, you're having chicken. Great. Do I have my fat? Like if your salad comes out, don't be that girl that like gets the dressing on the side, squeeze a lemon over like iceberg and chicken. You're gonna be hungry an hour later and it's not gonna be for chicken and iceberg. It's going to be for pressed juiceries like froyo or candy or mm-hmm. coffee or that's a depleted time for anyone hormonally anyways like don't set yourself up for failure you know yes
2: I'm so obsessed with that i love the the human growth hormone is highest in the morning right too yeah so it's like if you want to lose weight you wouldn't work out you wouldn't eat before you work out
0: right well it's it's not highest in what i was saying when i said your human growth hormone um you get more human growth hormone when you work mm. out on an empty stomach. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, So yep. if you don't have any food that you're working with and you go into, like, a high-intensity, like, spin class or hit training class mm-hmm. or workout, I don't care, Kayla, Tone It Up Girls, whatever <laughs> you're doing, right? You're PBG. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, that stuff's hard. That... Right there, it's like you're getting that hum- you're getting that surge of human growth hormone working out on an empty stomach. Mm. That's what I'm That's talking what about. Was. But Love your that. cells are more able to your cells are more able to deal with calories um, of food in the morning. They become because they're more insulin sensitive. If you sleep. Be, they're they're more insulin sensitive on a circadian rhythm so if you don't eat breakfast and you backload all your calories like you have a mini thing and then you have a small little portioned lunch and then you have and then you get home to dinner and you're like yes mm-hmm. like which is most people pony mm-hmm. up to the trough like we're gonna have dinner and we're gonna eat it so fast and then we're gonna like open our cabinets and see what snacks we have or mm-hmm. we're gonna get home mm-hmm. we're gonna snack while we're making dinner and that's like becomes people's like horrible time right but when I switch them to the Be Well smoothie in the morning and I turn their hunger hormones off and they feel more balanced and they go into each meal a little more balanced, less chances of that happening.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's powerful. I love that. Um, this has been so informative. I think we will listen to it 85 times. I know. Or like every day. My mind blown. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, how?
0: Boring science. No, literally. Oh this is like what we eat up. Um, how Everything. can people connect with you? Oh, well, you know, uh, in the Whole Foods parking lot. I know, literally. Find <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> At BeWellByKelly.com. <laughs> That's my handle, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter. I got them all. I got pretty lucky. Good job. So. Awesome. <laughs> nice. And then your <sighs> book. the um, Yeah, so the book is going to be called Body Love. Love. So it's really about, like, loving your body through food, peeps. That's Stop amazing. Stop depriving. Yeah. Stop dieting. I yeah. love that. So um, that comes out June 20th. Pre-orders are up now. There's no cover, but it's on Amazon. Great. Cool. So Done. that's pretty cool. And uh, if you're in the L.A. area the week before that, I'm probably throwing a rager. Great. I will be there. <laughs> Done. <laughs> We're inviting ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah, um,
1: that
2: would be great. I love that. So on the show notes, we'll put all of Kelly's, we'll put her website, we'll put her Instagram, we'll put a little bit more of this information on there, too, um, where you can connect with her and then where you can buy the book. But yeah. this was like. Oh, my God. People We're going to be getting insane this. messages. I love Yeah, Our girls, especially, are just.
1: Women are hungry for knowledge mm-hmm. and they just get, I think, overwhelmed by,
2: like you said, the and I diets, think the trends. The clarity you provide on what's going yeah. on is really helpful. I think feel- we love you. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so good, girl. <laughs> You're, okay. You're just a-